Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. In a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. We are officially five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back, obviously. And this is the first episode of season five. We've been around for four years now. We have sure appreciated all of you who have stuck around with us and hope that you continue to. And welcome to anybody who's new. You got four years of stuff to listen (laughs) to catch up on. (laughs) Yeah, my condolences. (laughs) (laughs) But we thought maybe today we'd help you catch up with the things that we did over the past year and just kind of a fourth season in review. Yeah, there we go. So that's what we have for you today is sort of a recap of this past 365 days, which have been some of the most interesting, I think, in my time on this Big Blue Marvel. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We've done a lot of new and different things. I mean, we've done new and different things before, but usually one a year or one every seven years. And yeah. this one was a year to remember. Oh boy, was it ever. All right. You want to go ahead? Well, I'm actually going to go a little bit far back and cheat and go a little bit into our third season because during our third season, you know, which we've already talked about in May, we actually left our home in California, put it up for sale And headed to Indiana to pick up our new travel trailer that was going to be our new home away from home. And we had a lot of adventures even on that trip. And so even though that was May and technically the season doesn't start till July, we're just going to kind of start there because that seems like obviously the beginning of this crazy year that we had. So what we did is we picked up a prototype trailer. It was a prototype 2022 Rockwood Mini Light 2205S. There was a lot of twos in that. Oh boy, was there ever. (laughs) And it had so much cool stuff on it, much of which was prototype stuff from Rockwood, uh, especially that power package that we have been, you know, just loving. But also some other interesting things. There are prototype stabilizers, prototype step handles. They're kind of looking to see if they should incorporate into their rigs. Right. And so that was great to have and be the talk of the town and <laughs> have a lot of people ask questions like, why does your thing look like that thing? That's not how ours well, looks. Well, <laughs> actually, we were kind of the don't talk of the town because well, we picked it up in May and weren't allowed to talk about it till August. That's true of the power package, but not the other things. Yeah, that's true. The that handle, things. that handle right by the door really got a lot oh of attention. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> we took that trailer to the frog rally and I can't tell you how many of those handles we sold for Moride. It's like an extendy handle for the steps, and it's fantastic. And when we go back to Frog in August, we're we're getting one again. Yeah, that's our plan to get. I don't know how much you guys know or 
if you don't have Forest River products, you probably don't care that much about the Frog Rally. But the Frog Rally is a once a year thing. And those of us who attend have an opportunity to have a couple of maintenance items taken care of while we're there. And our trailer's still new enough. There's nothing per se that's falling apart or anything like that. We don't need anything I don't know what to say, like vital, but there's some fun stuff we want to do, like change out that handle. So this is going to be our chance to do that. Yeah, that's one of the advantages of going to the Frog Rally in Indiana is the various Forest River brands have their factory technicians there. And so if you have an item that needs a warranty attention, then they can fix it right on the spot. Or if you want to do upgrades, there's plenty of people to do that. And it's kind of a neat deal because last year we managed to pull off the wheel skirting on our trailer and there was a dude who came over from the factory. And I mean, this guy was a magician with a cock gun. Yeah. Just watching him work was just really impressive to me. That was something we needed on the last. Yeah. And as Peggy said, this trailer, you know, everyone talks about COVID campers and really there's nothing We need fixed knock on wood. Yes, for sure. So, (laughs) so back to, you know, May picking up the trailer. Of course, we took our time because we didn't have a home to get back to. (laughs) Yeah. The house that we had was completely empty. We literally took all of our stuff and what we didn't think we would immediately need, like, you know, furniture and just whatever like that we put into an 8 by 20 storage facility and if it didn't fit in that or it wasn't something that we used every day like you know clothes shampoo yeah. well, I don't use shampoo but you know so those daily things went into the truck and then the not daily things went into that storage and waited for us to find a new home to put them into now we didn't have a schedule, as I said. We didn't have a home to go back to. Basically, we were just goofing off until our house in California sold so that we could come to New Mexico and start shopping. Yep. So we spent the first few months of the summer from May, June, July doing that, goofing off. And we got to, because we didn't have anywhere to go, we spent a lot of time just exploring. We went to some harvest hosts. We went to our first alpaca farm. Oh, yeah, that was right really after we cool. got our trailer. And that was fun because we were also able to get up into a second story of the building of the alpaca farm and get a good look at our what our roof looked like because we hadn't really seen it with all the solar panels and everything and slide out was new to us so you know we got some good view of the top of the trailer but also our first chance to see alpacas and i have a little bit of addiction to alpaca farms now (laughs) i love 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 going to those because they are the calmest, curious, yeah. beautiful, wonderful animals. I just, something happens to me when I'm around them. It just really calms me. So the way that we stay at these alpaca farms, because now we've stayed at several, is through Harvest Hosts. And Harvest right. Hosts, if you don't know, is a service where you sign up and there's I don't know, over 4,000 places you can go. They're typically businesses, but they can be, as Peggy said, farms or restaurants or breweries or museums or just all kinds of really experiential type places. We've stayed at distilleries or just all kinds of stuff. Anyway, they don't charge you to stay at these places. 
but they do hope that you patronize the business. And I mean, when it's a brewery or a distillery or there's also a whole slew of <laughs> no golf courses. No problem with that. And, yeah, all of that. It's kind of no problem, right? I mean, it's really fun. And the Alpaca Farm, they do everything from tours to all sorts of alpaca products. We bought a really nice blanket at that first alpaca farm. Yes, we did. And at a different alpaca farm later in the year, I actually got a kit so that I could make a bookmark out of the wool from two of the alpacas that actually live there on the farm who I I met. So it'll be a bookmark that, you know, from alpacas that I actually know. Now, if I would just decide I'm crafty enough to get started on that project, that would be good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's that. So I said that, you know, this was our first trailer with a slide. So we had to learn a little bit of new techniques. And one of the things that we really learned was how to use our Almost Heaven microfiber cleaning kit with our Mr. Longarm and our RV slide sweep so that we could get not only dust off those solar panels, but also clean off the slide before you put the slide in because you don't want to put that away dirty and cause damage to your seals. Yeah, that's that's your handy tip here is... Before you bring in your slide rooms, always inspect the top of the slide because that roof on the slide now becomes something inside your RV when the slide's in. Of course, if you have slide topper awnings, that's a different enchilada. But if you don't, then I always look at the top of the slide and make sure that there's nothing up there like branches or dirt or leaves or... (laughs) Elvis Presley, whatever. whatever. But lest you think he climbs up a ladder to look oh, for these things, yeah, no. he definitely does not. So he uses that same Mr. Longarm or a selfie stick and his GoPro camera lifts that up and looks at the roof of the slide with the camera rather than climbing up there and looking at it yeah, directly. I, I always say, if you want to know the laziest way to accomplish any task, just ask me. I, <laughs> I, am, your, I am your man. In terms of lazy. And not that long ago, I thought I had a selfie stick and didn't. And so I had to climb up on the tailgate of the truck, (laughs) reach out (laughs) with my camera, take a picture of the slide, and then look at the picture to make sure (laughs) there was nothing on the roof before I closed it. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's pretty darn cool. That was on Peggy's solo camping trip two weeks ago, whatever it was, when she wasn't here. Right. (laughs) And so then we kind of made our way back from Indiana into Colorado. We were lucky enough to be able to stay with my sister Kathy and her husband Carrie and their family. We got to attend a couple weddings. This was all in Colorado. So July of last year, which was, you know, technically the beginning of season four where we should have started, we got some great family time and spent some time in Colorado, kind of just waiting for our house to sell so that we could move on to the next thing. We had a little bit of, I think, Amazon withdrawal. Because from the time we left the house in May until the time we had a stable address at my sister's in July, we couldn't get any packages. No. And so we started ordering everything we wanted. We did a lot of modifications, big and small, into the trailer. A couple things that we did was our nephew Joe helped us take out the theater seats and we got office chairs so that we would have a better kind of home office inside the trailer. Yep. 
We got a ghost mattress. Yeah, we got our ghost bed mattress. <laughs> we really have liked that mattress, but those are always fun because you get it kind of as a big burrito <laughs> and then you open the packaging and it kind of inflates it itself. It inflates itself, yeah. Which is how mattresses seem to be sold nowadays. And boy, we've still really, I mean, I think I've said before, I like it so much. We wanted one for our home, and the only reason we didn't get one is they did not offer a split mattress where there's, you know, like two halves. So a you split could queen, them. specifically. Yeah, I, th- right. I think they do offer a split king, but we have a queen-size bed in the house, but it's split, and we needed that two-part mattress, so we weren't able to get one. But, yeah, we definitely would have gotten one if we could have. Yeah, in fact, I still like that mattress better than the one we got yeah, for the house. unfortunately. Oh, and why did we have to get a new mattress for the house? Because we had a perfectly good one in California. Well, we did. But remember how we said we had 8 by 20 feet of storage? Right. We went to put the air... air. We used to have one of those air-filled mattress. Like a, it, call, it was called Comfort Air. It's kind of a sleep number is what people know. And we just couldn't fit it. We well, had filled the thing up. Yeah, we left it in the garage. And the neighborhood cats used it as their bathroom. So not yeah. only did we not have a place for it, but we didn't want to have a place for it other than the garbage <laughs> Right. Dump. Our backup plan was a friend was going to go get it and store it for us. And by the time she's able to get there, it was too late. Yeah. It was not a mattress we wanted back in our house. Nobody wanted that mattress, unfortunately. <laughs> and the other thing we got when we were at my sister's was a bike rack so that we could oh, put yeah. our electric bikes on the back. Yeah, we needed that bike rack because we had new electric bikes, too. From Yeah. Electric. So we spent the time, we doctored up the camper the way we liked it. We took off the shower doors and put up a shower curtain. We did all those little modifications that we wanted to get it just the way we wanted it to be. Yeah. And then in July, the California house sold. And so we took off and came to New Mexico. And our first sort of New Mexico home was a campground in Bernalillo that we really liked. Which is where we met a lot of really neat locals who listen to the podcast. Brian and Patrick, Mike and Lisa became really good friends. The people here in New Mexico are pretty super. And of course, prior to that, we met Michael and Mickey also. And so it's just we've we've really found a home here in New Mexico. For sure. But we came and stayed in that campground for a couple weeks. We found a house we wanted. We made an offer. And then while we were in escrow... We took off again and headed to Indiana for the frog rally. (laughs) Yeah. So off we went back to Indiana to the home of of where our Rockwood was made. And that's where we got to meet the people from ABC Upfitters and learn even more about their thinking and how they do these power packages and just their upfits and the shop that they use and the engineering team and just all of that. It was really impressive to meet the people behind the power package. And that was also when Rockwood said, okay, that power package that you guys have been using since May, it's okay to talk about it now. Yeah. So So we spent a lot of time at the frog rally showing all the frog members the awesome power package that they could have upfitted into their rigs. Yeah. In fact, at least one person we know there did. That's right. We made friends with Bill and we have since spent a a good amount of time with Bill. And in fact, this year when we go to the frog rally, Bill and us, it's always so awkward to say that in yeah. th- as three people, Bill and us. <laughs> a lot of us, as they say in England. 
All of us are going to caravan up the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Yeah. And of course, we will be at the Frog Rally again this year. Right. Uh, we have three workshops that we're teaching. We, as you heard, if you heard last week's podcast, Mike Sokol and I are going to do our six o'clock wrap every night, which is going to be a live feed from the Frog Rally where we kind of highlight what has happened that day and it might get a little ridiculous as it usually as does when Mike do. and I spend time together. <laughs> yeah. And we did a video podcast, which we don't do very often, but we did a video podcast that's on YouTube with Ben and Stacy of ABC Upfitters from the Frog Rally. Yeah. And with only a little bit of <laughs> the, state <laughs> the Indiana, bird of Indiana State Bird in the background because the lawn mowing guy was there and that it was guy, his last chance to get the work done too. But he Well, was, no, but he was hanging around and hovering because I think he was fascinated by what we were doing. And it's like, dude, you have like acres and acres to mow. He probably had a schedule and then had that location on that morning. But we did talk him into going and trying a different location until we finished. It was just funny because this dude's like circling around. (laughs) And I had seen so many lawnmowers in Indiana that I'm like, hey, that's the state bird of Indiana is the ride on lawnmower. And then after we left the Frog Rally, we just went straight to Nebraska and went to the FMCA convention in Lincoln, Nebraska. Which was also fun. And we really liked those conventions and gatherings. We were able to teach those same three classes. We teach those three classes kind of wherever we are welcome (laughs) these days, wherever they need speakers and ask us to speak. We did that and had a great time in Nebraska. And then then we headed back to our new home in New Mexico to close escrow. And we were in Kansas. Flat, flat Kansas. There was some road construction. So they had all the traffic stopped. We were sitting in park waiting for the traffic. And suddenly. Kaboom. Wham. We got rear-ended. I should have taken that away from him. (laughs) Yeah, I have. It's the world's loudest kazoo. And it's like three kazoos in one. Yeah. So anyway. It's within reach. We were fine. We were not hurt. The driver that hit us, I don't think they were, they weren't seriously injured. They did go to the hospital to be checked out. Her car was unfortunately completely mangled. Oh yeah. I will share a picture on the show notes where you could see it. It it was a mess. Yeah. Well, it's submarined. So remember we talked about the new bikes and the new bike rack and the new trailer? Yeah. Well, all of that contributed to the death of her Toyota Sienna. As Peggy said, I think she and her passenger were okay. That Toyota Sienna. Not okay. It was... Uh, Sorry, I'm going to find something to throw at his head in a minute here. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the bike rack and the bicycles were destroyed, completely destroyed. We had to leave the bikes on the side of the road and the fire department took them away. The trailer did get smashed in on the back, but it was still usable, which was good because we still had a few days just to get home. And we also had a very important place to go in Colorado for a few days to the RV Entrepreneur Roundtable. Yeah, so this is a group of people who are, you know, it's kind of like us. They're content creators or I'm going to choke saying this word, influencers. 
<laughs> I think most of the people there would agree that that word. Yeah, we is don't like that word. N- not, but we do. You know, we're content creators, and so as a whole bunch of us who gathered to just see how we can serve you better and compare notes and collaborate and all of that stuff. And we got to show off our. Yeah. We got to show off our power package because it was a campground that was still in that is still in development, although they're making leaps and bounds right now. Oh but man, it was, are they? Ever? It was dry camping, and so we got to show off our power package but we also got to show off our smashed in back wall (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know it was kind of like a topic of discussion and we also didn't have e-bikes anymore right oh wait 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 oh no (laughs) sorry everybody so we came back from that trip, emptied the camper out. The insurance company decided that it was totaled because there was some damage to the frame. And we were kind of grounded. We were here. But it's a great time to be grounded when you just buy a new house because you've got a lot of work to do to get settled in. And we probably would still have boxes sitting in corners if we had had a camper and been able to go camping in September and October and November of last right, year. Because it but is, we weren't. Yeah. Like we were here. We had the house by the time it was balloon fiesta time. Yeah. And so we would have tried to camp there or something, but we just, we no longer had a camper because the insurance company came, hooked it up and took it wherever they took it. Yeah. So it's long gone. So we were grounded a little while. Like I said, we sat, not sat around. We did a lot of work around the house. We hung out with our new friends. We did a, well, we did a road trip of course in late September so that we could go to California and empty that storage unit and bring the stuff home in a U-Haul truck. Yeah. The, well, the funny thing about that, if you follow us for any length of time, you might remember we had a 1970 aristocrat. So we're like, Oh, well, cool. We have our vintage trailer that we can, use for camping i mean it was it needed work but it was usable sort of <laughs> yeah. so we're in california talking to our friend bevy who was kind enough to keep it at her house all that time and honestly i was i was a little nervous about towing that camper all the way across the country behind a u-haul that we already weren't that accustomed to and i just kind of said well if Tony can do it, if anybody can do it, Tony can do it. I'm not going to worry. It's going to be fine. And kind of at the very last second, (laughs) like literally the day we needed to go pick up the trailer, we talked to our friend Byron and he said, well, I'm interested in buying the trailer. And we said, okay, that solves so many problems. Yeah. So we now had no trailer. We went from two trailers to zero trailers. (laughs) Byron has been doing phenomenal work. I can share some pictures if people ask. He has been working on the vintage aristocrat that needed a lot of work. And, you know, look at us. We don't really stay home long enough to finish very many projects. So it really was a relief. As much as I loved having the vintage camper, it was really a relief not to have to it be really concerned was. with it. And Byron is one of those guys who can MacGyver anything. Yes. He actually helps develop medical devices. I mean, he's really smart with fixing. There were two heaters in that aristocrat, oddly enough. He's gotten them both working, the fridge, the oven. The plumbing. The plumbing. There was one area where I took out a section of wall because I thought it had rotted behind there. He custom built a new section of wall. He 
put uh, custom built a bathroom door. No, no. He got a bathroom door from somebody else. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I bet he was flushed with excitement yes. when he found it. But he's been doing great things with that and he shares those achievements with us and it's so great to see. And and the great thing is he said if we ever come back to a rally in California, he has also kind of a motorhome that he built from a bread truck and he will camp in that. He calls it the beast. <laughs> and he will tow the trailer for us to be able to camp in so we can meet them at a rally and have a place to camp. So that's so cool. Yeah. So meanwhile, if you don't know, I'm not a big fan of driving in the snow. And so what was it? September they hauled off the trailer? Yeah. So in September, we talked to Rockwood and said, okay, well, now we need to order a new 2205. We loved the model very, very much. And we didn't want to change. That was something we did not want to change. And so... We kept waiting and waiting, and I said, oh, I hope it's ready before December. I really don't want to have to drive to Indiana in December. No. So it was ready in December. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we got to head out from New Mexico to Indiana, picked up our trailer, and then we went to ABC Upfitters and checked out the facilities there. They did a couple of mods to the trailer, by the way, they have a new facility that's even more impressive. But anyway. Can't wait. Yeah. We're, that's one of the things we want to see in August at the Frog Rally is the new ABC Upfitters facility. It's going to be cool. So then that morning, we go to pick up the trailer and it's like freezing cold and raining. And I'm like, oh, oh man, I don't want to wreck a third yeah. trailer. Because if you don't know... We also totaled the trailer in February. In February of 2022, <laughs> before this season started. And so the trailer that we picked up in May, the reason that we didn't have a trailer in May to take with us out of California was that we were waiting for the our original 1905 to be replaced with the 2205. Yeah. So last year was the year of three trailers. Yeah. All Rockwoods, though. Yeah. Hopefully that we don't have to tell that story ever again. <laughs> yeah. Let's I mean, we no. can tell that story. Hopefully that story doesn't repeat itself. Indeed. So anyway, we're like rushing to get out of Indiana. Like literally the storm is like blowing at our at our heels. Yeah. yeah. Right. We talk a lot about how I use RV Trip Wizard to plan camping trips because it shows us, you know, RV safe routing and I can use the driving radius rings to show how far we want to go in a day. Now, when we're driving in the truck, we don't necessarily need that because we're not too concerned with, you know, things like low bridges and steep curves and things like that. And we can go farther. But I did go ahead and plan the whole trip with that because when we were coming back, the trailer was winterized. We didn't camp in it on our way home in December. No, and we were very fortunate since we, we are, if you don't know, we're the brand ambassadors for Rockwood Mini Light. And so we were able to finagle a couple of things out of production. For example, I said, just don't bother putting any mattress in it at all. Right. Uh, because we had that ghost bed that we like so much. We did, but we couldn't. Yeah, we couldn't I couldn't figure it. out how to get that in the camper shell to put it in the camper to camp well, in no, on the way in home. The, yeah. Getting it in the pickup to haul to Indiana, that just wasn't, it wasn't happening. Yeah, or it's going to be a so no deal. We stayed in hotels, of course, where we needed to, but on the way home with the camper, you still have to kind of drive 
a little slower and, you know, not as far distance, but we were able to time things to where we could stay with my cousin Dan for a couple days and our friends Dave and Stacy for a couple days. And so we did some visiting on the way back in December. Which was super cool. And then we got home and we had, you know, the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's to get ready to head out for our annual trip to a quartzite. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and of course, if you don't know, we are going back and we're going to have a shindiggity dig after the big tent event. So right. if you're in or around quartzite, I don't remember exactly when that is, but it'll be on our show calendar. So we did our trip to Southern California and saw some friends and family. We did, of course, our quartzite trip. We stopped in the Mesa Phoenix area and saw a couple of friends. And we got back just in time to have two weeks to unpack, repack, (laughs) and plan with Trip Wizard a trip through the southern states so that we could go to the FMCA convention in Perry, Georgia in March. Yep. We got to put new state stickers. So our rule, everybody has their own rule. But if you have one of those sticker maps of the U.S. or wherever, our rule is we have to spend the night in the camper in that state to qualify to put a sticker. So even though our previous 2205 had been like Indiana. We never slept in the camper in Indiana yet. Right. Or South Dakota or, you know, on and on. Well, we had basically a brand new map with no stickers on it. We did. We got to put Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, Alabama, and Mississippi. And Louisiana. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was a fun trip. We went back to see Dan again. And actually, while we were there in March to visit Dan, he said... He was thinking about selling his house, and then we woke up the next morning, and he said, well, I sold my house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was fun. And then after Georgia, of course, we did the Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana stops. And we finally... It was 19 and a quarter years ago that Tony and I went on our first date and we went to a place called Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in downtown Disney. And ever since then, we have always tried to have some kind of a Cajun anniversary, you know, have Cajun food. We would go back to Cajun restaurants at Disneyland or Cajun restaurants around our house. Or if that wasn't an option, we bought a box of Zatarans, red beans and rice, (laughs) something. Well, that's not our anniversary it's our date it's our date anniversary right the anniversary of our first date correct so we finally after talking about it for 19 years we made it to new orleans we went to ralph brennan's we did not have dinner because i found out it takes one month to get a reservation at ralph brennan's restaurant and of course i planned a day ahead of not a month ahead from us to plan anything (laughs) that's kind of against our grain (laughs) but we did go and have a drink in the bar and We had a lovely time while we were in New Orleans, did all kinds of fun stuff in New Orleans. We've got a couple of episodes where we've talked about that, so I don't want to give you too many. But do know that our friends Brian and Patrick, who we talked about meeting earlier, they asked us, what about Boudin? You know, are you going to go to get... And so we like embraced Boudin like mad. We still have some in our freezer. We actually do. So we had a great time doing that trip. Oh, and then we went to Texas and stayed at a Margaritaville. Yeah, with a swim-up bar, as you may recall. Right. So that was a really fun trip. We stopped at Bottomless Lakes Campground, and some of our local friends met us there for a weekend. And that was really fun. And it was technically, really, it was our first camping trip in New Mexico. Now, we had... (laughs) 
camped a couple of times <laughs> driving through New Mexico, and we had lived two weeks at a time twice while we were getting the house set up. But we didn't like go camping, right. per se. And so this was our first just camping trip. Since then, I've also got a chance to go to Ruidoso. Now, we did do a day trip there while we were camping at Bottomless Lakes, but then I went with Sisters on the Fly and went to Ruidoso. We went camping with the FMCA regional group in Santa Fe a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and while you're listening to this, Peggy's going to be gone again. That's right. She's going to Taos. I'm driving as you're listening to Taos yeah. <laughs> with the Girl Campers. So once again, I am left unsupervised, ladies and gentlemen, me and the world's loudest kazoo. <laughs> I'll try not to let him and the world lattice kazoo be your only entertainment for next week. (laughs) Oh, wow. But in the middle of all that camping and exploring New Mexico, because we've also gone, you know, we live really close to Sandia Mountains. And so we drove up yesterday, actually, to Sandia Peak, which is 10,600 and XXX feet. And a lot of radio antennas. And a lot of radio antennas. And that was really nice. We found some lovely picnic areas. We visited Tinkertown, which is a miniature town, which is super fun. It is so cool. It Basically, this dude, like he painted the vehicles and the signboards for a carnival, I believe. We'll, we'll get more details and there'll be an actual real story about it. But he did that sort of artwork and created these little miniatures, many of which have functioning bits, right? Like there's a lady who jumps rope and there's a whole circus where like the dogs jump through hoops and just all of that stuff. Right. It started as a hobby and now it's a destination. It was crowded yesterday. It was. And it which was is good. Really I like fun. seeing these roads. I love roadside Americana and I love seeing roadside Americana attractions busy, which means people like them. Yeah. So in between all these trips to explore our new state, we also were so lucky that Michael and Mickey loaned us their tractor and <laughs> we got to do some work around our yard. We cleared stickers out of parts of the area. We had a rock delivery and so we hauled rock around and made a building, not a building pad, I'm sorry, a parking pad for the camper. And we just kind of had a lot of fun driving the tractor around. Yeah, I love tractors. <laughs> and that pretty much brings us to now since technically the last thing on the list was where I'm going today. (laughs) (laughs) And that starts season five. Yeah. Four years of the Stresses Camping podcast now going on five. That's right. So tell me, Tony. We always spring this question on our guests, but I'm going to ask you, what was your best season four memory? Oh, easily going to NOLA. I mean, after almost 20 years of waiting, we finally (laughs) made it there and, you know, to the Camp Margaritaville for the swim up bar. That was pretty darn cool. You stole my answer. I know. I know I did. (laughs) But you know what? We're very compatible. So there you go. (laughs) Okay. Well, then I guess tell me your worst season four memory. Don't steal my answer again. I can't help it. It has to be being camperless because that lady rear-ended us. Yeah, those are the same answers. I mean, that that was the best of the year and the worst of the year, really. And considering that, you know, nobody was seriously injured, we were able to replace our camper and our bikes and everything. The worst isn't 
so bad. Right. You know, it's all perspective, right? I mean, the the fact that you can get up and walk away from anything. You know, as they say in the flying world, any landing you can walk away from is right, a good one. Right, right. <laughs> so that was our year in review. And I hope that it sparked some ideas. Again, pretty much everything we talked about today, we have talked about in greater depth over the years. So if there's something that you wish we had talked more about, go find it in an old podcast from earlier this year. (laughs) (laughs) This next year, of course, will also be another busy one. We're getting geared up in a few weeks to go back to Indiana for the frog rally. And if you're thinking of going, you know, we've said ABC Upfitters is having a sale. So if you are interested in an upfit and that might work out for you to go during the frog rally, which is in August, you can save a bunch of money. And I was talking to Ben Miller from ABC Upfitters and there was a lady who used her state and the federal tax credits to save about 50% on her wow. Now, of course, you know, every tax situation, every state is different. Sure. So you do want to know how the tax laws affect you, but by gosh, I mean, you could save a bunch of money getting tax credits on a solar upgrade from ABC Upfitters. So they, they have... I'll put a link to an article about that, but they have the knowledge about that. And then, of course, they're offering a savings if you do your upfit during the frog rally. And you can also spend time with us, which may or may not be a good thing. That's up to you. (laughs) You don't have to. (laughs) No, you don't have to do that part. So stuff to think about if you're solar curious or you're looking for a well-engineered solar system that just works yeah after we leave the frog rally in indiana we're gonna take that trip with bill and we're gonna go through michigan and go to the upper peninsula we'll be in the wisconsin minnesota area we have some people in places we would like to see but we'll be home in course in time for balloon fiesta yeah, we will be here for balloon fiesta once again and we're going to be there the entire time through escapees which is a really great membership organization we were able to get camping in the balloon fiesta the stipulation is yeah and you have to help and we're like oh yeah we're all over that yeah we'll be on a balloon crew and so that'll be super fun and then later in the year kind of close to the end of the year we're planning a trip up through washington oregon and california yep. which will lead us to our quartzite fun, you know, in in late January. And then after that, we're heading toward Texas, maybe through, probably through Arizona. Well, almost definitely through Arizona since we'll be in Arizona. (laughs) But we have been working with Girl Camper to help them with some what they call camper college. And so we'll be teaching some classes throughout the state with Girl Camper, helping them learn more about their RVs so that they feel safer and more secure and, well, stressless with their RVs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do these RV basic training classes. They're also camper college for girl campers. We always describe it as a three-day version of your one-hour walkthrough. So it's kind of like a more in-depth look at your own RV. For sure. Well, that was our year in recap. We hope that you enjoyed that. And again, if you wanted any more in-depth stories, let us know and we'll guide you to where they're told or we'll just tell you again because we love to talk. Yeah, we we love talking. (laughs) 
Which is good, considering we've been doing a podcast now for five years. That's right. Not only do we like to talk, but we like to write. And that is encapsulated in a once a week newsletter that is totally positively and absolutely free. We have links to stories and videos and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your RV experience. Yeah, if you would like to sign up, just visit our website at stresslesscamping.com and you can sign up at the bottom of any page. There's a pop-up if it's one of your first times there. And just know, as always, we respect your privacy never share your information we only send one email a week unless you've won a drawing yeah but if you have won a drawing you need to respond when we tell you so (laughs) because our new person who just joined in june and who won the drawing hasn't responded so no so potentially if you're a new newsletter subscriber since june and you get a second email make sure you open it because maybe we you're the second winner (laughs) (laughs) also on our website are the notes and some photos and all of that on the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com all of our show notes the automated transcripts links all that stuff are there on the podcast page this is episode number 211 that's right and also while you're on stresslesscamping.com be sure and check out the deals and discounts page tony's been working on making things look a little different we've got deals and discounts always kind of changing a little bit oh i forgot to mention we got an email from rv trip wizard rv life and their prices are going to go up potentially august 1st so if you have been dragging your feet about joining rv trip wizard rv life get in there and get that discount now so that once you're locked into a price that's your price for life so get the price now before it goes up at the beginning of august and we have a discount on an rv trip wizard slash rv life membership and even a free trial so that's in our deals and discounts section and of course you know we're also in all the social places including threads now (laughs) and you can find those places you know threads instagram facebook tiktok just all of that Starting at stresslesscamping.com in the upper right corner, there is a link to all those social places. And so you can jump off and, and head that way if that's your jam. And on Facebook, you'll find not only the Stressless Camping page, which is our business page, but you'll also find the Stressless Camping podcast Facebook group, which is a fun and friendly group where we ask questions and answer questions and have just some general fun and of course if you would like to help support the stressless camping podcast you can do so for free all we ask is that you leave a review of the stressless camping podcast on your favorite podcast capture app or share some of the articles and videos and that sort of thing that we have on the website it really makes a difference it really does make a difference and if you have been struggling as i did to find the location of where to write a review especially in apple podcasts we have a page now that should be pretty easy to find that will explain to you how to find where to write a review and also it shows how to share things so if you've already written a review or you just don't want to write a review for some reason (laughs) especially if it's going to be bad (laughs) you can share things and so our website has a page now and we will put that link obviously in the newsletter and in the show notes to show you how to go about sharing because it's easy if you've done it before but if you don't know how to do it then 
you might say, how in the world am I going to share? Am I going to call yeah. somebody and tell them to look at <laughs> that page? <laughs> so we give you some pointers on how to do that. And we just really, really appreciate any kind of help that you can give us getting the word out and telling everybody else about Stressless Camping. So thank you so much for being here with us for all these years. We really appreciate you and hope to be able to serve you. And uh, with that, happy camping. camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping. Ha, 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 ha.